Most people are reaching for a goal and they're like, once I get there, I'll be happy. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to be happy now. We all wanted to step into our next level and our next level involves a private shopper. So this experience allowed me to feel powerful, to feel confident, to feel strong now. Hi, I'm Alicia Wood. I'm a former TV producer turned human behavior and well-being expert. Living well is a constant evolution, which is why I'm bringing you actionable tools that can help you thrive. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Welcome. When am I going to get over that? Probably never. Welcome. Hi, I'm Alicia. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. And today I'm going to tell you about a little shopping trip I went on. That might sound weird, but it was a transformative shopping experience. So I thought I'd share my experience with you in hopes that obviously you gain, because this is what this whole podcast is about. I share things in hopes that you gain. So I hope that you gain something from this and hear whatever you need to hear today to take a line from um, Hannah, my mentor. She always says, you know, you'll hear what you need to hear. You'll get everything you need to get um, from this podcast. So I went on an incredible shopping experience a couple of weeks ago. I went to Holt Renfrew, which is a um, high-end clothing store in Toronto with a couple of friends of mine. And we had a personal shopper and did the whole thing, whole experience. And the reason why we did this was Hina did this with her one-on-one clients. They did this shopping experience and they went in from their future selves. So that future selves, meaning they went in as if they had already achieved their goals. So if you have a goal that you're working towards right now, I hope you do. Um, If you're working towards your goals right now, then if you were to imagine you already had that goal, what would life be like? Like, how would you shop? What would you wear? What time of day would you wake up at? All these different things. What would your life be like? You start to get to know things a little bit differently when you start to think about the person who already has your goal and what their life is like. And then you can bring it into what your life would be like at that point. And so we all wanted to step into our next level and our next level involves a private shopper, like a personal shopper and being able to be in a private room and be able to drink a glass of wine while you shop. And so The interesting thing that Hina always teaches us is you can't know if you want something or don't want something unless you experience it. So for instance, there's a designer, Brunello Cuccinelli, that I didn't know I needed in my life until I was at Hold Brentford. So 
this is about experiencing something from the future, allowing yourself to be in that space, do those things so that you can invite it into your world. And I, I think I love to ask this question, but as I'm going through this podcast, I want you to check in with yourself and see if certain things come up for you. Again, nothing right or wrong. You can see if judgments come up about me, if judgments come up about yourself, like what comes up within you as I tell these stories and there's nothing wrong with any of it. It's just information. So we booked this private shopping experience. I'm going with two of my amazing friends who are both in um, Hinnacon's community. Magical. And we had there. And I had pre-decided that I would um, valet park my car. I have no idea how much valet parking is. I was just like, whatever, I'm valet parking. Like Yorkville in Toronto can be very much a challenge to park in. Um, and so I'm like, whatever I'm paying for parking valet. That's the easiest thing. And if you know anything about henna, it's all about ease. <laughs> so everything we practice within that community is ease, ease, ease. What's the easiest way? What's the next, what's the easiest solution in this? So I pull up to valet and park behind a pink Ferrari in my 2007 Hyundai Elantra silver if you needed the clear visual um <laughs> and so I'm arriving as my future self and my future self does not drive this car it's a it's a fine car but it does not drive this car so I'm trying to rationalize the fact that like why am I driving this car and parking it um and to be honest with you, I thought that the valet people would think that I was in the wrong spot, that they were going to say something to me like, oh, um, this is valet, literally anything. All these things start going through my head because my self-image isn't quite in line with the person who parks valet yet. It's still uncomfortable to think of handing off my keys. I'm still judging myself for having not having a pink Ferrari although that's not my ideal car, car, but for judging myself like that, my car isn't as nice as the other cars that are here. And my interior may not be as clean as I would like it to be. So I'm like in this judgment space, but I'm proud of myself for doing it. Cause there have been times where I have not been able to receive valet parking. And I've literally just like made everything way harder, carried my bags. No, no, no. Don't want it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Because I felt so uncomfortable. Like, who am I to get valet? Oh God, they're going to judge me. They, I don't belong here. They don't think I belong. Nope. Guy comes up to my car. Can I have your keys? Yep. Here you go. Okay, great. What time do you think I'll be here till? I say at least a few hours. And he's like, okay, as long as you're out by 730. I'm like, great. Hands me a ticket. I'm on my way. So we walk in and this is, a, this was a shift for me. I used to go into, I think the last time I went to Holtz was a few years back. And I remember walking in there and my self-image was not where, not where it is now at all. And I would walk in and I'd be like, oh, they don't think I belong here. 
they don't, I don't belong. They think I don't belong. They they're judging me. They think I can't afford this, which is interesting because at the time I, I was, I had a very successful job working in television and I could afford to shop there, but I didn't think that they would think that I could afford to shop there. Therefore, like, what is that saying about what I think about myself? If everything's a mirror, I'm expecting them to think that I don't belong. And so when I walked in, I realized, oh, it doesn't feel that way anymore. So that was just a shift that I like, oh, now I actually didn't realize this until afterwards. It wasn't an immediate, oh, I do belong here. It was after looking back in reflection, I was like, oh, I actually felt like I belonged there the whole time I was there. I felt really comfortable. And so we go through the whole shopping experience. There's like canapes out and water sparkling and still. And our beautiful personal shopper, uh, if you if you ever want a referral, just let me know. Just send me a message. I'll send you her name. And she's helping us out and she's so kind and so warm. And we try on all, like we were there for hours, like for forever. We did, I don't think we really had a clear idea of what we were looking for. We were just caught up in the moment. I think our adrenaline was really high because this was a new experience for us and it felt very different, but we're also trying to embrace it and be like, well, this is who we are. Like, what if this was who we are? What if this is just the way we shop always? At one point I was like, I would love a glass of wine. And my friend told me afterwards, she was like, I didn't even have the words. I wanted a glass of wine. I didn't even know how to formulate the sentence to ask for it. Like, I'm glad that you did so that I could have a glass of wine. But I just couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. It was just a whirlwind. That's how it's just, I'm sharing this with you because it's such a wild experience to put yourself in a position that is uncomfortable or that is maybe your self-image internally. So who you believe yourself to be on the inside doesn't quite match up with the person on the outside. So I'm like in the middle of Holt Renfrew with a personal shopper, pulling a bunch of things from like Gucci and Prada and Brunello Cuccinelli and feeling 100% like I belong in these clothes and these clothes belong on me. I don't even know if this makes full sense, but just allow it to make whatever sense it it makes for you. An older version of me would not have booked this experience. It's a free experience. You you can book it. It's there's no cost to it, but an older version of me would have not booked it because I would have felt like, Oh, what if I decided I don't want to buy anything? If like wasted her time, I, I guess I, I think I would have felt like I was playing around, like it didn't feel real. And if I'm a hundred percent honest, I don't know that I would have left. I don't know. I don't know how I would have felt not buying anything. I have huge kudos to one of my friends who decided that she wasn't going to buy anything that day. She was like, "Yeah, I'm. I, I have all these things are on my list, and I'll be back for them." But I'm going to leave today 
without buying anything. And that in itself was power. That was choice. That was being able to receive the experience, go through the shopping event and be able to leave going, I'm coming back, but it's, but not today. I'm not going to grab it today. Thank you though. Because it's not like, this is the interesting thing too. When I hear that, it's like, if I were to go to Banana Republic, for instance, if I were to go to another store and shop and then decide not to buy anything, I wouldn't feel guilty about it. But there's something about the personal shop, obviously, because like there's a person personally taking you through and you feel like I have to like make this worth their time. That you can feel that kind of pressure. And so just reflecting on that, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm just so proud of my friend for being able to receive it, go through the experience and then decide not for, not right now, but I'm going to be your biggest client very soon. I can have this now. I'm choosing not to buy it. That's the other thing, not going, it's too expensive. It's whatever. I'm not worth it. Any of those things, but just, yeah, I could buy this now, but I'm going to choose to wait until later. Thank you so much for your time. I did buy a couple of things and high ticket items and the high ticket items that I purchased have shifted the way that I see money. We were looking on the floor where all of the high-end designers were. That's where we were. And we were purchasing from the high-end designers. And so if you're thinking about that like price point, you're like, oh, like up until that day, I hadn't seen a shirt that was $2,000 before. That was the first time I looked at a price tag and was like, $19.95. Not $19.95. This is $19.95. And in that moment, it felt normal to me. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So it's $19.95. Like, whatever. That's fine. Because if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, my goal is to be making a million dollars a year. So if I'm making a million dollars a year, is a $2,000 shirt a lot of money? Not really. Like it's pretty doable. So as I walk in there from the mindset of the person who makes a million dollars a year, $2,000 is not that much money for a shirt. And then when you're surrounded by pieces that are $2,000 or more or less or around that price point, then you go to a different store and there's a $300 shirt. You're like, that's a bargain. It's a really, that's a really inexpensive shirt. <laughs> when three days prior, $100 would have been a lot for a shirt. It's all relative. I know I've done a podcast on the law of relativity. So if you want more on that, you can go back there because it's it's all relative. A $2,000 shirt is just a $2,000 shirt. It's only a lot of money compared to 
a $20 shirt. It would be little money compared to a $50,000 shirt. That'd be a really nice shirt, I'm sure. (laughs) I wonder if there is a $50,000 shirt out there. Like my mind can't even wrap, like I can't even wrap my head around the concept of a $50,000 shirt. But also, I think six months ago, I wouldn't have been able to wrap my head around a $2,000 shirt. So this is all money mindset. This experience was really powerful for me. I learned a lot about money. As soon as I spent the money, I gained it back. I ended up bringing in more money. I had the highest sales month I've had. I've had the highest month of revenue, I think, in my entire life, the month that I did this shopping trip. So you'd think you'd feel lack, but it started bringing in more money because I was really thinking from that new place of a million dollars a year. That's $84,000 a month. $84,000 a month. So of course, the $2,000 shirt's like not that big of a deal at that point. And then I felt the urge to go, of course, I'd be donating money as well. Because again, (laughs) I have to like, it still comes back to a money paradigm of like, you have to do like money not being evil. It's like, of course it's not. I also get to, I donate 1% of everything that I make. And so every time I end up making more money, I get to give away, um, 1% of it. So it's really exciting every month to go, okay, where do I get to donate now? Where do I get to donate now? Who am I going to support? How am I going to support this cause? What do I get to have uh, an impact on? But I can say that money made this experience easy. And when I put on those clothes, I felt powerful. I felt like I mattered. I felt strong. I felt like all these, like, I just felt like, oh, I look good. Oh, I feel good. And that's in line with my goal. That's how I would feel once I reached the goal. But I am now feeling it now. It's like, once I hit this, I'll be happy. I'm happy now. Most people are reaching for a goal and they're like, I want to get, I want, once I get there, I'll get, be happy. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to be happy now. So this experience allowed me to feel powerful, to feel confident, to feel strong now. And then even now in this moment, as I share it with you, I feel that way as I'm able to recall the memory of feeling that way. And we're able to attract what we want. If we think of the law of attraction, law of vibration, we're able to attract what we want by feeling the way that we'll feel when we have that goal, but by feeling it now. So when you think of your goal, how do they dress? What time do they get up at in the morning? What kind of shoes do they wear? What kind of car do they drive? And how can you put yourself into an experience like that now that might be renting a car for the day? That might be going shopping in a certain place. That might be hiring a driver. That might be, 
if you have a pool in your backyard, that might be just going to like the local pool. So you can go for a swim if that's what you'd normally do in your backyard when you have your goal. Like, how can you do things that are your goal now before you actually hit it? And I'm not telling you to go out and spend a whole bunch of money. That's not what I'm doing. But if your money, if you're, if you do have a monetary goal, it might be getting used to the idea of spending. It's okay to spend. Cause even if you do hit a million dollars and you hate spending, like, what's the point? Is that the thing you want? That was my experience with the shopping. It felt really incredible. Felt really incredible being able to just pull up in front, have my car parked in valet, be able to go through the shopping experience, have everybody, somebody help me. And people in the stores were so helpful, be able to try on everything, have a glass of wine, have some tasty snacks, be with my friends, be in a comfortable private room. It felt really amazing. And I allowed myself to have that experience. I decided that I was worthy of giving myself that experience. I was worthy of having that experience. I was worthy of receiving that experience. So many people won't give themselves the experience because they don't want to take up too much space. What if I don't end up buying anything? That's too much for me. But how do you know if you haven't tried it? I would have for sure judged this in the past. (laughs) There's... There's no doubt about it. I would have for sure, if I was listening to this podcast five years ago, I'd have been like, what the heck is this girl talking about? I don't need to have a personal shopping experience. I don't need a $2,000 shirt. That sounds ridiculous. No, you don't need it. But you're allowed to want it. You're allowed to know about it. You're allowed to ask. You're allowed to see how it feels. It's like if you slept in a twin bed and then you went to a hotel and had a double bed and you're like, oh, this is roomier. This feels nice. I didn't even know I needed this. And then you sleep in it. Then you get yourself a double bed and you're like, this is good. And then you're like, you go to a hotel and you try a queen size bed and you're like, whoa, this is roomy. This feels incredible. I really like this. This is a good night. Like this is where I, I'm getting a good night's sleep. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how good it felt because I had never been in a queen size bed before. Then you go to a hotel and you sleep in a king size bed. You're like, this is luxurious. This is luxurious. This is incredible. I want this in my life. But you don't know you want something until you experience it. So you get a taste of it. But if you don't allow yourself to have those experiences, allow yourself to have that taste of it, then how do you know whether or not it's for you, whether or not you want it, whether or not you want it more? I might have hated that personal shopping experience and been like, no, nah, that's not for me. Maybe I have somebody who styles me and brings me clothes that I try on. That might be next. That actually sounds really incredible. <laughs> Or maybe the whole shopping experience is fun for you just to completely do it on your own and take your time going through things. The one thing I didn't mention is that we had one rule when we went and this came from Hina. And the one rule was don't look at the price tag. 
just decide whether or not you like something based on whether or not you like it. And I know you can resonate with going to look at the price tag and then deciding if you like it. Because I've done that so many times. Look at the price tag, $59.99. Do I like it that much? And we make a decision based on price. Not based on whether or not we really like it. I know I've bought things that are on sale because it's on sale. Not because I love it. And then it just sits in my closet. What can you try out that the person with your goal would be, do, or have? Allow yourself to try the things that you would have when you have your goal. Now, you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you enjoyed it. Any questions for me, please let me know. Uh, Feedback, I'd love to hear it. Have yourselves a great day.